0: welcome to the first online warriors episode of spring 2022 we made it winter's over just kidding it's probably not for most of you it's that's not over for us if i looked out my window right now which i'm not but if i did there'd be snow out there i'm a legal 86 Tactic and nerve bomber you, you know you've you've probably listened before and if you haven't this is there's three of us we're going to talk about snow even though it's March whatever. When does this come out? The 23rd?
1: Yes, it does.
0: Can if you look out your window right now, this is a test cuz I know you guys you guys your recording situation is you're you're like looking out a window basically. Can you see snow when you look out the window?
1: I don't see any snow. I do see though there is a street light on our street. And it is currently flickering on and off. So that's a little creepy.
0: My blinds are closed. So I can't look out the window because I'm a private person. But if I did, I'm pretty sure I would see snow. So happy spring. I mean, look, the groundhog has spoken. We talked about the groundhog like five weeks ago, and it's not been six weeks yet. So there's more. Has it been six weeks? It's been six weeks since Groundhog Day. I guess winter is over. Happy spring. Get outside. I don't know. Do whatever it is you do outside. It's been a while for me. I'm gonna have to reacquaint myself with that. But uh, as I said, I'm a Lady eighty-six. I'm one of your three hosts. I have Nerd Bomber here with me. Tactic is quietly working. It's
1: lurking.
2: I'm stewing.
0: Uh, so he's stewing, and you know we're we're all gonna be here. We're all gonna talk about various things. Uh, the biggest of which, oh, maybe that's a judgment call, but the biggest of which to me is Hogwarts Legacy. We got a state of play for that last week. We're we'll be talking about Amazon and MGM and the implications of the latest mega deal to hit the like five big companies that exist. And we're gonna be talking a little bit about Miss Marvel. We got a trailer for that last week. A lot of lot of things to to break down there. Uh, before we start with those things though, I want to tell a very brief story. I had a I had a new near-death experience. Today. Dude, another one? I uh, had a brush with death. Not really.
1: You're living a very dangerous life. Let me just tell you that.
0: Here's what happened. We had Indian food for dinner. Okay. It's great. First of all, like if you've never had Indian cuisine, no, no, it's not. It's actually not going where you think. I know what you're thinking. He pooped his pants. No, that's not what happened. What did happen was, so it was, it was actually grocery store Indian food, which sounds bad, but it was really good. And you have to just take my word for that. But it was one of those like, you put it in the oven and you cook it in a bag. Like it's a, it's like a, ba- it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it's, it's basically a big plastic bag you put in the oven and it steams it in there or something. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Wait, the food. It was good. And then I was going to transfer some of the chicken into a Tupperware for leftovers. And I was like looking in this bag, trying to see where the pieces of chicken were in the sauce that was in there. So I could like fish the chicken out and put it in the... And I I got a piece of chicken on the fork and I was pulling it out and then it dropped off the fork and dunked back into the sauce. And Indian sauce flew up directly into my eye, but directly into my eye. Like I've never had so much fluid go into my eye at one time. Like it was like this. It was, it probably looked like a cartoon. It's like a comical amount of butter sauce going into my eye. And when I say butter sauce, what I mean is like Indian butter sauce. It was like spicy, whatever. So my first thought is, well, that's it. I'm down to one eye for the rest of my life. It actually wasn't that I mean, like, I'm surprised and pleasantly surprised to report that it wasn't that bad. I like my fiance could corroborate. I may have been a little dramatic about it. You ever, you ever like have something happen to you and you're like, this is going to hurt so bad that it might kill me and my life might be over. And then like half a second passes and you're like, oh, it's fine. That's, that's basically what happened. So I just wanted to try and recreate that thrill by saying I had a near death experience when it was, I just got an Indian food in my eye. worst things have happened. I'm still here to talk to you about it. What did you guys have for dinner? Is this is this is that okay for for me to ask you publicly what you have for dinner? Or is that yeah, of course.
1: Open we have open pizza up and wounds? wings, homemade. Oh
0: my, go- homemade pizza and wings. Oh okay. yeah. See that's now give me a sense of crust thickness. If you could, like,
1: I would say it's not quite as thin as New York style pizza. Definitely not as thick as Chicago style pizza.
0: So you're talking like De- Detroit style? Almost. Yeah, something that's like, like that. The middle. Okay.
1: But we Okay. I'm have, on board. So. It's a really good pizza. I give tactic all of the credit for making this because he does a phenomenal job. He's become a real pizza chef over here. So he makes well, is his the own bread, bread man. Bread-o. Was
0: it is the bread? Yeah, the bread man's back. Right, bread
1: man is back.
0: Bread man's how you make. Shout show. out to the bread man.
1: And then you know he puts cheese and sauce on it, but. Also, and this is very important, so you can buy two different types of pepperoni. There is a type of pepperoni called cup and char, which is a very northeastern yeah. type of pepperoni. And then there's your standard flat pepperoni. And cup and char really elevates it to the next level. They, it essentially like curls mm-hmm. up into little pools of grease, which sounds gross, but I mean, this is an otherwise healthy pizza and it just sends the pepperoni to the next level and banana peppers
2: and a light dusting Ooh. of garlic powder in the dough when you're when you're spreading it out on the pan do you
0: go like oregano do you sprinkle the oregano on there because no. some people do that i think nope. that's a just
2: just all you need is a light dusting of garlic powder
0: that sounds exquisite so we all have full bellies coming to you re-recording in the evening because we always do that and uh we're going to be talking to you about the things i already mentioned so why don't we dive in why don't we hit the big boy first why don't we talk about hogwarts legacy and spoiler alert well multiple spoiler alerts one if you haven't yet watched the state of play or at least like a sizzle reel of the state of play i don't know maybe it's weird to call it spoilers that we're going to be spoiling what happens in the state of play but if you like if you want the genuine reveal reveal experience like you should go watch you should you should go watch the video because it's a lot is discussed it's like at least 15 minutes long and they just like go through like it's all gameplay. And they're just like, here's all the things you can do. Spoiler number two, this is going to be the biggest game of the holiday season. Is you that think? like I think that's I think it's a foregone conclusion. If yeah. only because I can't think of any other games that are coming out this holiday season I'm sure some will, but like this is this is a huge announcement and the game in in all ways but one and the one I'll get to later. In all ways but one, this state of play impressed me. I was I was very on board with everything they did. I think the most important element of the game, which is, of course, the spell spellcasting, they look to have nailed it. Like, I, I no notes on that part for me. Like, I was expecting to be like, what are they doing with the spellcasting? Every like time. A lot of wand, like, it's just, it looked so good.
2: Yeah, the, like, yeah, they were behind the back. That was great. And every time that I had, like, a comment, they almost immediately addressed it. I was like, oh, man, there's not this. Oh, wait, great. Oh, man, there's not that. And then the thing that took the longest to address, and I, and I hope other people got this vibe, was I was watching the, the gameplay, and I was like, gosh, you have to walk. Every- this character never runs. It's going to be so boring traveling right. about. And then, then they're like, oh, and by the way, here's a broomstick. And I'm like, oh, baby. Yes. If
1: there's not like full on Quidditch games in this, like that is a miss though i will say that they didn't address quidditch i don't think at all
0: that's a good point they did not mention that i was about to say can you apparate but you can't apparate on hogwarts grounds to all you harry potter folks out there well they just lost my harry potter card
2: oh i i want to address nerd bomber's comment they did show someone with a broomstick wearing the quidditch uniform so it's it's likely that there is quidditch in this
1: right but like i want to try out for the team and i want to play quidditch and if I suck, I, I want to not make the team. Like, I want it to be an authentic experience.
0: I guess the question is, why wouldn't they... Like, unless that part of the game is, like, not done yet or something. Like, why would they not show... Because, like, everyone's thinking that. Everyone's like, where was the Quidditch, you know? It's, like, one of the few things that they did not... The cool thing about this, like, this game has done a very smart thing. In that, like, you don't go into this game thinking, where's Professor McGonagall? Like, no, you're not going to be thinking any of that because this takes place in the 1800s. So, like there's besides the ghosts which they mentioned they mentioned that at one point i believe there's like there's no known characters it's all new people which i think is smart fantastic decision Mm -hmm. it's a fantastic decision making a plot that is not involved in like the actual harry potter ness of things it's also very smart because if you were a student at hogwarts when harry potter was like a student you'd hate him right
1: yeah your life would be overshadowed everything would be harry
0: it wouldn't even be that it would be overshadowed i'd be i'd be like what did he break Like, he's just breaking stuff every year he's there. The whole school's coming apart because of him. He's ruining everything.
2: The other side, too, is when when they address the, the beast side of it, where you can collect beast and tame beast, that also allowed them to really expand on the franchise, both leveraging what we've seen from the Harry Potter Hogwarts series and the Fantastic Beast series, and even just DLC beyond that. They can really just keep going and just make this ever expansive
0: yeah they are going to well you know what excited me the most besides maybe the spell casting i didn't know this was going to excite me going to school like legit the potions like when, when they were talking about the potions i was like this is the best and and i want to draw one maybe in a in parallel but you know what they you know what spider-man had that spider-man miles morales did not have that i missed so much what was the uh the research that you went to the lab and you did the like little shape puzzle things Oh, that's right. I forgot about those. Those were amazing. And and, and it was just like, do this thing and and you'll be better at the game. I was like, done. Easy. Fun.
2: Yeah, I I do want to say I am incredibly excited on how they're going to do the potions as well as there seems to be some elements of skill trees that you can sort of expand upon. Which that absolutely i love a good skill tree the thing that i do have questions about and and maybe you guys have some insight on is how exactly does the sorting hat work now is it a randomizer or are there character traits that you put in beforehand but they they didn't show that and i and i want to know like
1: well i mean think about how boring that would be in a trailer though having someone sit down and answer a bunch of questions
2: yeah but like is it going to be like do you consider yourself adventurous or is it going to be like like in uh, Pokemon Rangers where it's totally arbitrary questions and it's like, this is exactly who you are. I think, we know this because we're creepy.
1: I think they're going to do some kind of like creepy mind game thing where they like nail it down because yeah. i mean they already did that with all of i mean there's been a jillion iterations of the sorting hat where they kind of do that where it's not direct questions yet somehow they kind of nail down your personality
0: yeah i would very much like it to not be like like you were saying technically like are you brave it's like come on like ask don't don't allow me to choose my house basically like i do not want to be able to just like choose to be a Gryffindor, or a ravenclaw if i take the sorting hat quiz and i'm a slytherin well that's I, i'm slytherin like i i want to i want to be able to take the quiz and then what whatever the result is live authentic you know uh, yeah i'm i'm not injecting my own bias of what i would like to be into it like I think that would that would don't that would heighten the experience.
2: I think I'm either going to be Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. I know I'm prediction. probably
1: Ravenclaw.
0: I want to be a Ravenclaw. I'm really concerned I'm going to be a Slytherin. Like if that if that <laughs> wasn't clear before. Like I'm really concerned they're going to be like, "Yeah, you're a jerk. Go down to the dungeon common room, you jerk."
2: You know what we should do if we're all yeah. completely different houses, we should get another artist to draw out each of our animated characters as a harry potter house i think that'd be a really cool cover for our twitters
0: yeah and like and like nerd bomber is like smart ravenclaw girl and you're you know you're a brave gryffindor boy and i'm just like some dungeon troll (laughs) slytherin boy just evil just has like a giant i was just gonna
2: say you look kind of like draco
0: malfoy boy that's high praise i mean if you're if you're telling me i look at least a little bit like tom felton that's, I can die happy now. This is, this is very exciting. Like, like as a Harry Potter fan watching all of this, it was just, you know, I, I think the story sounds interesting. Goblin Rebellion. I'm, I'm into that. I don't need more detail than that too. Like I, they, they said that and I was like, yeah, okay. Like I, I don't, I don't need further details. Don't give them to me. The one thing and I, I mentioned before, there was one thing that I was not impressed by. What am I about to say? I'm going to, I'm going to ask you two to guess what I'm about to knock. I'll give you a hint the
2: height of the troll
0: i've been knocking it i think for the past few games that we've talked about on this show open world the graphics
1: oh i didn't think the graphics looked that bad
0: i know that we're still and we've we've been saying this about the last few like this is this is early like i mean it's not early development but like there's still almost a year until this game comes out there's polishing that will be done but i don't know like i just somewhere along the line and i'll have to like go back through my recent plays to like like what what made me think video game graphics are just so much better than i'm seeing but like
1: horizon zero dawn
0: it might be horizon zero dawn uh it or might be one of the last of those games west, yeah I've, i haven't played for bin west but yeah i've seen footage for it it's just like there must have been some game at some point point. and by the way sorry nerd bomber it's not mass effect <laughs> it's not it's not mass effect legendary edition that, that has me feeling that way it's just there must be some recent game i play that makes me feel like every game should and needs to be photorealistic but i'm watching trailers now and i'm like something's a little off with that character like i'm just i'm being it's, very nitpicky well, that's, that's the, the one nitpick that i have about it
1: graphically i thought it was fine the only thing that did seem off was like character models the character models looked a little outdated but in terms of like the the background landscapes and the environments that you were walking through in this trailer like those yeah. looked great like when they had the pan i, th- I don't think might have been at the end of the trailer but it's basically hogwarts with the changing weather and sky behind it like that looked gorgeous but the character models did look old ish
0: the spell casting also like I think it looked great. It's just like, yeah, it's just like when all the characters are, like you said, just a bit like, I don't know if it is that they're outdated or just that they're a little bit off or something, I, so, something about them.
2: I will say the one immediately thing that, rubbed me the wrong way that I that i did find off was the ai traversing the world so one thing that kept kind of poking out at me is you're walking around you're unlocking these crazy puzzles right and then they'll just be like a student walking by like nothing's happening like i feel like there should be well, like a reaction okay. like whoa let me
0: push back on that this is this is hogwarts crap like that's probably happening all the time you're walking either. to class, someone turns into a toad, you're like, yep, just Tuesday. You know, like I, I I don't know. I don't think, I guess it depends. It's all great. Like if someone's like changing a wall of the castle into a giant unicorn. That's then, like, just yeah, it. Should
2: probably at least he turned it. the wall into a door. And it was like a wall mirror, and it turned into a door painting thing with steps coming out of the ground. And the, the, the student would just walk by like, eh, whatever. And to be <laughs> like clear... Same it, crap as always.
1: They do make it <laughs> yeah. clear that the like your character is going to be wielding a sort of magic that isn't really prevalent. So that would be kind of something that people would take notice of, no?
2: <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, this fucking guy again. <laughs> do, you,
0: do you think you can change... Cause I, they might have mentioned it, but like... You, you. They mentioned, like, talents, abilities, skill trees, everything. I want to be able to, like presumably at the start of the game they're going to be like this is your wand it has you know dragon heart string in it or something what if like halfway through the game i want to just like start over with a totally different wand like i want to know about the wand stuff that was one thing i
2: feel like they didn't get into a whole lot do you think it would like change the color of the way like certain
0: yeah or like change like i'm sure certain wands uh, certain spells are better with certain wands right so you you should be able to at some point maybe pivot and say okay i'm gonna go to you know a phoenix feather now and that allows me to cast better shields something like something like that where almost like loadouts in 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 a a shooter game right like it's just it should be like okay you know i have this i'm trying to think of wand combinations and like wand cores and i'm blanking i got phoenix feather and dragon heart string there's one that is it's eluding me i can't think of it but but anyways i want to be able to change wands and like change the way you can play the game i guess because this is a game too like immediately struck me as a game like i'm gonna 100 percent this well there's there's many options and like anyone comes up to me with a side quest i am putting everything else aside and doing it and i'm not saying that's a healthy way to operate spoiler alert i'm going to talk about mass effect more later (laughs) and that's again still what i'm struggling with but like i'm watching this trailer, and I'm like some first year nose picker is going to come up to me and say, "Hey, you know, I I lost my invisibility cloak, and I'm going to be like, okay, I'll go to the ends of the earth to do it for you." So, like for that reason, I would imagine I'm going to be playing this for a while, and at a certain point, I'm going to be like, "Hey, why don't I switch wands out?" That seems like a cool thing for me to be able to do.
1: Speaking of how much that this game is packing in, like this does seem like the game that we all waited for. If you were ever a fan of the series, you know, basically living out your own adventure at Hogwarts, writing your own. like it seems like you can choose to be a good wizard or a bad wizard it seems like you can choose who you want to befriend or not it's like obviously the different houses mean that you're going to have different experiences just who you interact with other characters then there's also like the creatures the spells the potions do you think that this is too ambitious like do you think they can pull it off because that was the one thing you know as i'm watching this 15 minute trailer they're throwing all of these different things at you and they're all super cool like open world kind of exploration you can make friendships that like kind of like in Mass Effect you get to choose basically who your companions are you know there's different paths to the story they show at one point you know the Avada Kedavra and like I don't know it just seems like a lot. And it seems like a lot for one game to get right because I've seen other studios who have a long history of making great games kind of fall flat when they try to take on too much. And I'm just I'm a little skeptical a little bit. I think they can do it.
0: I, I think they can do it. And like, so I totally hear you. It's all it's a huge weight. And like, but we've been waiting for a long time for it. I think that's one thing to consider. Like they've I, I don't know. I guess I don't know the development history of this game. I would hope the reason it took so long is they've been working out kinks for many years. So they should be able to avoid pitfalls like that. One thing, that i will say i'm i'm worried about and not like critically worried but like this game has a lot of things being stacked on top of it i don't want this the straw that breaks the camel's back to be putting in like overly easter eggy like referential like like i don't want you to meet a character named like you know matthias weasley or something and he does something weasley like i know i i want like i want almost full detachment from the harry potter universe aside from the fact that you're at hogwarts like i like even the ghost thing i'm like i get that that's that's thematic it's nice but like they better not be mentioning stuff that's like a wink to harry potter like i don't know i don't know why i'm like against that but i just like i think it's i want this game to chart its own course and do its own thing and not be beholden to you know what we already know because i don't think that's very interesting
1: well i also feel like the more they can kind of distance themselves like obviously it's a harry potter game it's hogwarts you can't distance yourselves from harry potter but i think the more you can distance yourself from jk rowling's content i mean that's that that's kind of the elephant in the room with anybody watching this like that's something continued
0: posturing there and and for good reason like i i I think i'm trying to remember where i saw it but like it might have been i don't know if it was in the state of play or if it was like somewhere else an article i read about or something they were like we did not like i don't remember what the phrasing was but it was like we consulted jk rowling as little as possible for this or something i think the best
2: way to have subtle winks to it and really have no ties is through the apparel. So a particular example I want to use is you had mentioned, you know, a wand going back and changing it and customizing it. Lucius's wand pimp cane thing. That would be a great addition oh, yeah. to my swagger, but it's a subtle wink and it's not really like anything canon to the story. It could just be this guy makes pimp canes and he happened to buy from him.
0: That's a pretty cool example. I I can get there with that. I, I'm trying to think of another example that that's as good as that one because that's just a really good example. And uh, yeah, I can't. <laughs> good. That's Just put that in the game. <laughs> like, call it we it, want, put that in and call it a day. We want, we want that pimp pimp swagger. <laughs> right so yeah this game i think it's the only release information we have on it holiday, holiday. 2022
2: dumbledore's yep. phoenix is another good one yeah i well, that's, that's, that's a too little powerful. too
1: on the nose why the uh, phoenix
2: never dies it just reborns it, 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 yeah, there has like, to be a phoenix in here there has to be
1: if we're trying to separate ourselves from jk rowling and her inane i guess that's that's a pretty big figurehead in the books and everything. i'm dead
2: set on having a gryffindor wizard pimp Okay, I want the staff. I want a Phoenix on my maybe I'm turning into a pirate. I don't quite know it yet. Well, I also uh, but that's I, what I
0: want. I think I think the Phoenix cuz there's a new movie coming out. I don't know if we I don't know if we talked about the trailer on this show. It does not look that good in my opinion. Like in fact, I think it looks not good. I think they're like teasing that like that's when Fox is introduced is in that movie and it's like it's like Jude Law Dumbledore. So it's certainly not like 1800s wizard whatever. It's probably like I don't know, 1950s or something. I don't know what the timeline is. Anyways, I'd be surprised if we saw Fox. We'll see it come holiday 2022. And uh, in the meantime, if you haven't watched this uh, state of play, you should go watch it. It, it looks to be something that, again, I, I expect it would be a big deal if not the top selling game of the holiday season. So go give it a peek. Amazon has made an $8.5 billion deal, you know, just pocket change. And they now officially own MGM, which, fun fact, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. I don't know if people ever actually read the logo when the lion roars. but What else are you looking at? Why would you be watching the lion? You're reading text. Right. Well, that's what I'm doing. So, notable properties... That are owned by MGM that are now owned by Amazon. The biggest one is James Bond, and for those of you that did not see the most recent James Bond, it, without getting into spoiler town, it did it did leave the franchise in a very good like let's give it to Amazon and let them do something with it state. So I don't know like. To what extent this deal was known when that was when that film was made, but James Bond ends, ends with like a, a pretty significant change on the horizon. Let I me mean, just put it that way. The Rocky franchise, which I guess you would now call the Creed franchise, predominantly is also owned by MGM. In television, the one I want to highlight here. So, Handmaid's Tale is one. I have not watched any Handmaid's Tale. Shark Tank. This is a show that is it's begging to be Amazonized, right? Because Actually, you know, w-
1: not to cut you off, but The Handmaid's Tale that's a Hulu exclusive. So I wonder how that will work.
0: Well, how it's going to work is that's not going to be a Hulu exclusive <laughs> anymore. <laughs> that's that's what I imagine will happen, but I I guess we don't know for sure. So so Shark Tank. It, first of all, have you guys ever watched? Any, like I haven't watched like a full episode of Shark Tank, but I've watched like clips of it. I think I did taking watch a full notes
2: episode of it when once. I'm watching that show.
1: Yeah, we've watched it extensively.
0: This show, for those that don't know, is like. Inventors and like people who want to like start little companies selling these things, they come on and they pitch to Mark Cuban and some other people about like, hey, invest in my company and you can I'll give you a whatever percent stake or they like make offers. I don't really know how that part works. But this is a perfect show for Amazon, right? Because so my fiance and I watched the first season. I didn't so much watch the second season, but there's this show on Amazon, I believe it's called Making the Cut. The listeners can fact check me on that, but it's 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 modeling, right? It's it's like it's Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum, and they're it's basically like Project Runway, but Amazon. So there's like these designers that are making clothes, and then models model them, and they they're all judged, and then someone someone gets voted off, basically. And the cool thing that Amazon does is you know you're watching it on your fire stick or whatever, and every episode the person who makes the best design and like has the winning look, quote unquote, that exact outfit goes on Amazon and you can buy it. You hit a button and it's boom, there it is. Like it literally the like the fire stick like prompts you like, do you want to buy this kind of thing. So just, you know, I'm sure Amazon is like, we'll take that, we'll transmit that idea or transport that idea over to Shark Tank and BAM, we're making more money than we were before. Like it just to, to me it's a very sensible thing. I don't know, is what they were thinking. Maybe I just gave them the best idea ever, but I'm I mean I'm not that smart. They probably already had that idea. Four thousand films, seventeen thousand television episodes, going to prime video What does this mean?
1: I mean, that's a huge boon for anyone who's subscribing to Prime Video because like, I don't know about you guys, but there's not a whole lot of content on Prime Video that I can't get on the likes of Hulu or Netflix.
0: Yeah, I feel like Prime Video for me, I've watched things on Prime Video a decent amount, but most of the time... It seems like Prime Video is a way station where like, I remember back when my fiance and I, a couple years ago, three, four years ago, we were binging Survivor and like they had a certain number of seasons of that show that you could watch. And they were the seasons that like, weren't already on Netflix or Hulu. Like, it seems like all of the streaming services just kind of share Survivor. And like, there's certain shows where like, you'll find like random seasons of SpongeBob on Prime Video, but not all of them. It, It almost seems like it's... Like I said, a way station where like certain shows are kind of in a state of flux and they're like in between two services or they're on their way from one to the other and just, Am- just Amazon will take it for a little bit. <laughs> like it's just, but I don't know, like in terms of originals, they I put mean, a lot of like they put a lot of weight behind Wheel of Time. They put a lot of, put a lot of oomph behind that. And I don't know how that's doing.
1: The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is really good. That's a yep, solid I've one. heard that
0: one's really good. I haven't watched any myself. My parents are really into that show. Shout out to my parents. They, they birthed me and raised me. Well, only one of them birthed me. My mom did. my dad was there i watched the show called undone that was on amazon but like and i watched it it was really good but it was like it flew under the radar like they probably have good content but they're not i don't know There's just something about what they're doing that it's not
1: there's not a lot of reach and i don't know why we watched the show we'll talk about it later in our what are you up to but there's another show that just i feel like it kind of went under the radar but it's super good and i feel like they just didn't advertise it well enough
2: maybe this acquisition will give them the spot in the, I guess we'll call it on the front page of news to where people will go, oh, I'm going to check it out.
1: So do you guys think that they're gonna take the the james bond property 007 do you think they're gonna make it like a multiverse sort of deal like the mcu where there's theatrical releases and then there's also like side shows that you have to watch on prime to like get into the the rest of the movies
0: i I do not i think james bond and the fans and the franchise are both just too old school for
2: that
1: you don't think though they'll introduce like tertiary characters who will then get their own like spinoff show on amazon prime
2: james bond will be exclusively to the big screen, I do see a world in which tertiary characters can be there, but I think it wouldn't be part of the main James Bond. What I think they would do is 009. They would do a, a different spin-off where, where maybe it's a little bit more lighthearted, maybe it's a female or just a different focal point, but I don't think that they're going to take 007 away from the big screen. That said, I have a follow-on question for you guys. Would it be sure. that crazy if the villain for the next 007 movie got
1: their own show
2: was jeff bezos oh if he just uh, inserted you, himself i could see him doing that he's not gonna do it he's too busy going to space. he inserted himself into he, space because he wanted to why wouldn't he insert himself into a movie
0: did you hear who he's going to space for actually i think they Is said it pete they, davidson said was going to, yeah i think they said it was pete davidson then it got canceled but like why was pete davidson going to space like I don't have a problem with Pete Davidson because he wanted he to died. get high, Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> but like, I just don't understand that. I I don't I don't think like I don't I just don't know if James Bond like I love watching a James Bond movie. I think I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones, but like I don't have I don't I don't feel like this, the franchise has a critical mass to support. Like I think if they made a show even with a tertiary character. I don't think it would work because I just think, I think people, the James Bond fandom, as diehard as some of them are, I think are just like, all right, I'm good for a movie every couple of years. Otherwise, just like leave me alone.
2: Well, there was a lot of hype when they were looking at a, a more diverse James Bond. There was a lot of hype on that and there's that just never went through. And so I think by doing that, be it a female or, or a, a non-white dude, you could get a whole new audience potentially and i think there's money to be had there
1: i would love a series centered around q that would be dope
0: never gonna happen i i don't disagree but i just i, I don't know i i have this sense because like people who own james bond they've owned james bond for a billion years i'll never forget this person's name barbara broccoli that's who owns and you can google it that's 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 the truth i'm not making that up it sounds like a made-up name and it's not owns james bond and i think she just like just keep doing what we're do-. like you know tactic you mentioned like they were thinking about going a different direction with who 007 was guess why they didn't because they're just really old school like i think i think that's just their thing they're just like we're gonna be classic old school
2: no i think i think th- they didn't because they felt that they had more more time with daniel craig and they did they pumped out a couple more movies now he's officially reached his end and i think that's something that's going to be revisited
0: did you see the latest james bond movie no okay i was just curious what kind of context you had on on the daniel craig thing and again i won't get into it but yeah it is a pretty good movie the last one was I don't know. I I, I suppose I could see it. I just, I wouldn't bet on that working. I don't know. And especially like Amazon shows, the more I think about it, I tried Jack Ryan. I couldn't get into it. I've heard Reacher is good, but it looks bad. Like it's just every time I see an Amazon show, I'm like I don't I don't know I just don't know about this. And again, maybe it's just there's there's some maybe they have an image problem on their with as far as streaming goes. Like I don't I don't know what it is exactly, but maybe this will help them sort them out. So, like 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 you said, tactic. I don't know. We will see. But in the meantime, I mean, it'd be nice to watch James Bond movies on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure that like I think. A couple of them are really hard to, like Casino Royale, you can stream almost everywhere for whatever reason. But like, I think Skyfall is hard to, because Skyfall is really good. I think it's hard to find to stream. So hopefully this will make them all like in a unified place, like go stream them all here. I'm going to go watch the Pierce Brosnan ones if I want to. I've always wanted to watch Goldeneye, never have. So yeah. Good for you, Jeff Bezos. You've you've done it again. Cue the Bo Burnham song. One of the two Bo Burnham songs. Yeah, we're going to go to break, have a little jam sesh. Not shout out a sponsor, because we have none. But before we do... We do have some people to shout out. And those are our Patreon producers, in particular, Mr. Stephen Keller. Uh, Stephen, Stephen is a knight at our square-slash-rectangular table, very sharp corners, but not as sharp as our swords, because we do have swords. I said swords at the, at the first time I said swords. No one says it like that, even though that's how it's spelled. We don't have swords. That would be a hazard. If I had a sword, I'd probably cut myself in about five seconds. That's just that's just who I am. Steven wouldn't though. Steven's sure handed. He is he's a knight and he's valiant. And uh it is because he is so valiant and noble that he supports us at our highest of three levels on Patreon. Uh, he gets this producer shout out he gets input into our weekly game segment he gets the occasional guest spot and of course he gets access to the monthly secret segment and the vlog there's also a squire level of support which is not quite as high as the night level but it gets you access to the monthly secret segment and vlog there's also a page which gets access to the monthly secret segment and for details on any of those levels of support you can head over to patreon.com online warriors podcast check us out there help us keep the mics on go talk to steven go talk to us and uh get your hands on some great content and don't buy a sword. I feel like I can't stress that enough. It's dangerous. Or do I uh, just just? I mean, you're probably an adult if you're listening to this. You you can make your own choices, but just just be careful, okay? And uh, and when when you buy a sword, think of Steven. Think of our Patreon producer. We'll be right back. <laughs> Let's see, Alex. Uh, what do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% run Rotten Tomatoes?
2: I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%?
0: I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It Follows, 97%.
2: Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%?
0: That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, How about Bewitched at 25%?
2: Best television
1: adaptation ever puts a film. How do you feel about American Hustle at a towering 93%?
0: Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%.
1: The movie that Michael
2: Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians.
0: As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine.
2: Regardless of what we really feel
0: find us on apple Podcasts, soundcloud stitcher tune in
2: facebook twitter we're everywhere
0: miss marvel uh not captain marvel but the suit looks the same Am I? first of all am i understanding that correctly is her suit supposed to look identical or is it actually different and yeah I she's supposed to be
2: uh captain marvel's number one big fan
0: okay so miss marvel kamala khan not kamala isn't that what they did i get it wrong did i, did I flip the pronunciations they said it in the trailer uh, and
1: i immediately i think you had it correct right. right.
0: i think it's i think it's kamala but they say kamala and she corrects she corrects it with well, the tape will tell the truth this was a, a visually impressive trailer. I don't know in particular at the beginning, all the comic booky stuff I was very into that. I would love for that to like persist through the show.
2: I think it's going to. I think it's going to be th- fourth wall breaking. I just have I have the sneaking suspicion that it's going to be.
0: It went away in like the back half of the trailer and I was I was I was bummed about that because the the playfulness of the first half was really cool.
1: I wonder if it won't be something where like that's part of the episode opener. Like you know how all of the Marvel shows so far like don't they all have a little bit like an opener and then they have the credits and then they roll into the rest of the episode? Yeah. So like I wonder if the first like little chunk of the episode is going to be, you know, using that more comic booky motif.
0: Yeah. It, it it reminded me a little bit of Into the Spider-Verse even though of course, you know, this isn't animated, but it just like it it's trying to be as evocative as possible of the original medium, right? Which I think I think is a is a good thing to do. You know, as far as the story goes and the premise, you know, I, I do think, I think this is a likable character. I think this is maybe one of Marvel's potentially more relatable characters. You know, this, this is not, this is not a Captain Marvel who is a fighter pilot and then becomes a superhero, right? It's I mean, not, not
1: Dr. Like Strange p- Peter who is Parker. a surgeon. Like he is a smart, he's pretty much a super smart kid. You know, he's like this, I don't even he's understand. He's like on par with me. Yeah. He's he, basically even, master's degree tech tech in high school.
2: And like, and,
0: but taking that example uh, of Peter Parker, like, I think even like what the reason Spider-Man is so popular as a character and, and in the movies, but also just in general is that he is more of like the every, he, he's the anti-Tony Stark, right? He's the anti-Batman. He is like, this kid got bit by a spider, but he's an ordinary kid at large. And that could be you. Like, I, I that's, that's kind of the whole fantasy of comic books in a way right is you you can have this power too or you can you know could the thought of like if you had a superpower could you wield it i think miss marvel is looking to rip some more meat off of those bones and there's a lot of meat left on those bones right now because like you said you know spider-man scratches that itch in a way but peter parker is still like this genius kid who like has a lot of things going for him Right. And not not that not that Kamala Khan doesn't, but, you know,
1: I mean, she's pretty much in the principal's office in this trailer and he's telling her, like, you're zoning out and you have no like plans for your future. And even though we are no longer in high school, I feel like that's a very relatable premise, because even as an adult. Like, okay, yeah, you you mostly have your life kind of figured out, but I still am not convinced that any adult actually does have their life figured out. I think a lot of people are, like, still searching for that that thing, you know, that gives well, their life meaning and dreams. purpose. Yeah, and I think this is a super relatable concept that it, she's literally just a nerd superfan who happens upon powers. She's nothing, like, super extraordinary. She's a normal person who happens upon superpowers and i think that's super cool right
2: i don't think she happens upon them it, it appears in the trailer that she finds Cree technology it looks like Cree technology to me and that would track with the way the comic book works with it is she gets her powers from Cree technology but i want to know why the heck that was just in her attic that's the thing that i can't sort of piece together and right that again to you to your guys points to just find a piece of tech to give you all your powers—that makes it even more. Hey, this could be you, kids. So right, rummage exactly. through your parents' attic and see what kind of sketchy stuff they have and play with it.
1: And if you don't find superpowers, you might find Jumanji. So bring bug spray.
2: Also, legal team says don't do what I just said. And also, don't buy
0: swords. But maybe do. It's up to you.
2: <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like the powers
0: themselves, you know, t- to me they're they're pretty nebulous. But when they're not nebulous, like what I'm, what I'm worried about, I guess the big hands thing. I don't think it's cinematic. I think it's kind of weird. Like well, that, they, that. My they concern have the big is hands, like
2: hands, but it, it's like projected big hands.
0: Yeah, it's like cinemafied, which is I think is a smart choice. But even even in that context, I think they got to be careful.
2: I think they did a good job from what we saw in the trailers.
0: And, and like I, I think Ant Man is similar in that it's always walking a very fine line and like as marvel movies go ant-man is is one of the ones that probably takes itself the least seriously because it it can't right like it's a kind of comical premise and the powers themselves are very very hard to put on screen convincingly and like i don't think that miss miss marvel's powers have that same thing to the same degree but i don't i don't want to see giant fists flying around that just to me it just it's kind of goofy and maybe maybe i'm the only person that feels that way but i do think going with the like whole cosmic energy aspect of it and kind of putting that forward i think is a smart choice and hopefully they stick to that i agree yeah miss marvel do we have a release date i'm sure we do june 8th 2022 is when miss marvel will be hitting the small screen i will probably still be busy watching elian kenobi (laughs) <laughs> but that's my immediate concern. They got to make sure they space these out. I mean, you got Moon Knight, March 30th. You got Obi-Wan Kenobi, May 25th. That's a pretty good gap. Between May 25th and June 8th, that's, that's two weeks. That's,
2: they got to be careful. Better get it done.
0: They're thinking the fan bases might be different enough there, but I'm not sure that they are. We'll see, but that's when we can look forward to it. This takes us to, what are you up to Wednesday? I feel like I've been going first a lot, so I'm going to not go first. And I'm going to prove to the world that chivalry is not dead. At least not in the world of online warriors podcasting. I'm going to turn it over to Nerd Bomber. Nerd Bomber bombs away.
1: So we watched Upload season two. And this is the Amazon Prime show that I was talking about. And this is a show by Greg Daniels. It's super good. And I think it was very under advertised so the first season actually came out i think it was like two or three years ago and the premise is basically that when you die you have the option if you know it's caught before you're completely out to upload your consciousness and then you'll live out your days in this virtual utopia right this vr world your loved ones who are still alive can come visit you and everything is kind of predicated on money though like If you have the money to buy a bunch of gigs of data, you can live a super lavish lifestyle. If you don't, you basically get to just pal around in a dumpy little room. And the kind of utopia obviously has to have customer support and people on hand to you know be at the beck and call of their customers in this uploaded world and so there's a relationship that forms between somebody who's uploaded and his kind of handler in the virtual world and there's a it's it's so it's kind of weird because it's a half hour show and it does manage to pack in A decent amount of content, like they tackle some interesting concepts. Obviously, you know wealth gap and you know what people should be entitled to and what should be like basic human rights sort of conversations. Like what uploading and like human consciousness means, and like what happens if they make copies and like privacy concerns and all that kind of stuff when you're in this like digital landscape. But it's also kind of funny, and I think the relationship between the characters and not even necessarily the main like, romantic interest, but also just, you know, the main character and the friends he makes in this uploaded VR world, I think are pretty compelling. So season two just came out. I don't want to spoil anything, but there are only seven episodes in the second season, only 10 in the first. Like I said, it kind of feels like for a show that is pretty well received critically, I don't understand why Amazon isn't really doing a lot more to advertise. And I mean, yeah, when you log into Amazon Prime Video, it's like, you know, the big advertisement splash tile thing right at the top. But I don't think a lot of people really know too much about it and i would
0: i i remember i remember when it first came out i remember thinking ah oh, maybe i'll check that out because i like craig daniels and then my sister-in-law watched it and said it wasn't that good that, that that's my reasoning but yes amazon splash ads I, I get those every time i turn on my fire stick which is every day so i did see that it came out but i don't know Am are you telling me to distrust my sister-in-law because i'm willing to do that i mean i, I thought i was i need to hear it from you
1: it was i don't know did you ever watch the good place
0: I didn't finish The Good Place. And that's that was another thing I wanted to mention. Like, it sounds similar and The Good Place.
1: If that wasn't your cup of tea, you, th- then it's not going to be up your alley, for sure. But I... So we really liked The Good Place. So for us, I feel like it was good. But Tectic, I don't know. You probably have your own opinion.
0: Season one of The Good Place was incredible. And then they kind of... I don't want to say they jumped the chart because that's too harsh. But like, they kind of pulled their big gotcha... At the end of season one, I was like, "Wow!" And then it was all downhill after that because they kind of they kind of did their best trick. I feel like I don't know, maybe that. And like I think we watched until like until like I don't know, like season three. I don't know how many seasons of that show there are, but that was another thing. I I, I saw the trailer for Upload and was thinking. This is very similar to a show that I think at the time I was like, I just stopped. I just stopped watching The Good Place and was like, eh, better not. And maybe I made the right choice, but I'm yeah. glad you liked it. Tech Day, what did you think of it?
2: I thought season two was actually better than season one. I liked season two a lot because it really focused on giving everyone an equal opportunity at this upload experience. And I'm, I'm all for for helping the little guy. So I really liked season two
0: is it known i guess without giving spoilers is it known that season three is coming down the pipe or would saying so be be too much of a
1: i don't think that it was necessarily confirmed i didn't google i probably should have but i will say and this isn't i don't know how if this would be classified as a spoiler but there are definitely some cliffhangers at the end of season two so i would be shocked if they didn't at least round it out with a third season
0: good to know cool what else have you been up to
1: that's honestly kind of been it. I've been watching a lot of hockey. We're getting into like meaningful kind of games here in March because you know the playoff heat is dead on, and there's a lot of teams competing for those final wild card spots. So watching the trade
0: deadline was today.
1: It was. It was. Yeah. It was all right. It, there were no big splashy moves that I felt, but I mean, it's always kind of entertaining to see what teams do. And honestly, I so I actually ended up getting ESPN Plus for a month and there are a lot of hockey games on there so I have been watching hockey a little bit more intently normally I just watch you know my favorite team but there have been a lot of games that are just on that I usually don't have access to so I've been getting a good landscape of a bunch of different teams around the league and it's fun it's an interesting experience and I don't know if you find this too I know you primarily watch football illegal you're not a big hockey guy that's true but it's a different experience watching other teams than it is watching your own team
0: it's totally different but like like and i I don't know if you play fantasy hockey i don't know if that's your thing but like playing fantasy football or or starting to back when that was like 15 years ago for me at this point but like starting to play fantasy football kind of opened up my eyes to like watching football games that are not focused on your favorite team or your home team or whichever it may be it's just a completely different viewing experience and i i I fully believe that hockey would be exactly the same way, so I totally know what you mean. It's less stressful certainly mm-hmm. uh it's just it's it's a lot more like it's easy like you said to kind of put it on in the background, and it's just kind of there and it's it's comforting
1: and so. you can appreciate like the flashy plays that other teams are really good at because they're not scoring against you, so then you're just like, wow, that was a cool hockey play right so that that's kind of been me
2: t t bone. So we watched two movies. The first one that I want to talk about is the sequel to 13 Going on 30, The Atom Project. This movie focuses <laughs> on, you see what I did there, if you know the cast. Yeah, you get it. I, I laughed, yeah. Um, so this, this is a, a time travel movie. Um, I don't really want to spoil it, but it's, it's basically, there's a kid and future himself is Ryan Reynolds and there's some time travel scenarios. which by the way the way they in which they explained it all tracks I'm good with the way they did time travel in this in this one sometimes it's hit or miss but this was this was okay by me
1: Yeah I didn't hate the logic here
2: And I got to say all in all quite entertaining action packed movie and I really liked thinking of it as a 13 going on 30 sequel that makes me Makes me very happy. Then the other, it looks like it looks very generically good. Yeah, like, it, I, that's, I don't, I don't that's have probably anything. Really that... good way to like it, it. It wasn't like knocks me off out of my seat. It was generic good. It was
0: like it doesn't excite me, but I bet like I bet it's good. Like it's like one of those. I don't know. It's like one of those things. But what was the other movie?
2: And then the other one, which is a little bit more, uh, I guess, depressing, because we like to we like to round ourselves out in here on Hulu. We watched a movie called Together. So this one stars Sharon Horgan and James McAvoy and they're, it's basically like they're being interviewed through the pandemic and everything that they experienced as a family and there's some heavy moments there's I I found a lot of relatable moments personally and it's it's really you know grounding and for people who maybe just didn't really experience anything during the pandemic it kind of let you see kind of what 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 did happen to some families so i thought it was a it was a grounding i thought it was a good movie it was certainly a somber movie but it's definitely worth a watch if you want to see something like that prepare yourself for feeling a little depressed after and then the last thing it doesn't sound like an upper (laughs) at all
1: i will say it was one of those things though where it's super depressing but it almost feels like it should be required watching in a sense to just kind of understand some people's experience and that it wasn't just like oh well yeah from home you know
0: the rotten tomato critics consensus together is a little too effective at creating the lockdown experience (laughs) like that's and uh, they go on to say like sharon Sharon horgan and james mcavoy are an appealing duo and it's got a 71 percent. so like critics liked it but to say that it's too effective at creating the lockdown experience yeah that that gives me pause well there is like there's, seeking this movie out
1: i would say probably about 30 to 45 minutes of this movie that are incredibly real and tactic i don't know how you felt about it but i think that the writers must have experienced th- what happened
2: or at least interviewed people who did
1: it was surprisingly spot on
0: yeah and well i might watch it if i'm in the mood for that sort of thing which has happened but right now i'm not so it's i'm surprised you guys watch that it's a little it's pretty it's, pretty, it's pretty real. It's like pretty oh, current. So, sometimes you watch like.
2: things to feel related to. Fair. But then the the more exciting thing is I pre-ordered a game, guys. Go on. Tiny Tina's Wonderland has officially been pre-ordered. Oh, okay. And I am so excited. Less than a week, I will be crushing it. So expect reviews on that.
0: Well, uh whoop whoop. That's that's my excited noise. You're pre-ordering new games. I am I'm back in 2007, y'all. It's what a UFC Wednesday. It's illegal's turn. That means time to go down the trail of what has illegal been doing in Mass Effect, because that's basically what my updates are going to be for a while. Hit a couple major milestones this week. The first one, and the one that I think is most interesting the game gave me my first opportunity to get horny.
1: Did you take it?
0: I think I blew it. I, let me, let me and, and maybe I'm overselling. Like, so. With who? I'm going pretty. Well, I'm going I'm going pretty hard in, in in paragon, so like I think that's unlocking dialogue options for me. I legitimately don't know if the dialogue option I selected was good or bad, because they the typical layout of the dialogue is on the right side of the option circle, you have the top one is your paragon answer, the middle one is your whatever answer, and the bottom one is your I'm a jerk answer. And I'm always on either the top or the top or the middle. But then occasionally the game will be like, Hey, over here on the left, there's some other option. And I'm like, what's that? And so I was having a conversation. I was in between missions. I had finished up on Pharos, and I was headed to Novaria. And I was on the ship, just kind of like going around chatting with folks, seeing what I could find out, you know, that sort of thing. And I struck up a dialogue with Ashley Williams. I knew it.
1: Oh, no.
2: And, oh, and yeah. she... Let me Well, let me She's
1: explain the worst. Because,
2: well... It, We're going to be wiener cousins if it goes the way that I think it's going. Well, so... <laughs>
0: so so what happened and you you said nubomber she's the worst the conversation was literally me being like williams how are you doing and she's like i hate aliens like her her whole thing the whole conversation was like do you think it's okay to have these aliens on the ship and i was like again i'm going pretty hard paragon so i was like i was basically like i'm not a racist this is fine you need to chill the heck out and then she kind of towards the end of the conversation she was just like, like, "Do me?" No, she no, she was like, "If anything, it was the opposite." She was like, "You got it, Commander." I, I was I was like, "Just make sure you follow or something." And she was like, "You got it, Commander." Wait, if you tell me to if you tell me to kiss anyone on the crew, I'll just ask who or something. And I got the dialogue option of like, it was like, "Would you kiss me or something?" So it was like it was like she she was like, "I'd kiss any of these aliens." And then my dialogue option was would you kiss anyone I asked you to kiss? And if, I mean, I clicked it. Like, look, that's... Why Why even... Why play a game if you're not... Gonna so you're starting that?
2: to get sweaty at this point.
0: Uh, I'm not sweaty. I'm just like... I'm, I'm mostly amused and like wondering what's going to happen. And she's like... <laughs> she's she's like... Well, I wouldn't kiss a commanding officer because they would be like insubordination or something. Or like some kind... Of, it would be breaking the rules, basically. And she's like... And if, if I was ordered to... I'd have to report the commanding officer and like relieve him of command because it's like she like she like went crazy like authoritative like (laughs) hell no man to me and I was like whoa okay you learned my lesson so but so and now she's on a mission with me and nothing has happened I I, my mission on Ferros was I took the Krogan and Garrus Vakarian and I was like I was just blown out with those dudes and then I was like. On Novaria, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get jiggy with it and I'm gonna bring Ashley Williams and is it the Quarian the Quarian? Tally? The the Yeah, Collie. Tolly. Tolly. The the girl with the mask who says very cryptic things and I really amuses me for what it's worth. Really amuses me. So we're doing a th- we're doing our thing right now. And we went to Noveria. I don't know if you remember Novaria, but the other thing that happened was I kind of waltz into this place and they're like giving me a bunch of grief for having a weapon. Because apparently it's like corporate owned or something. I don't know. And I go in And I see one of those merchant guys. I don't know what species they are—the aliens that talk weird. You know what I'm Mm. talking about. They look like a they look like a piece of chewed gum. So I go up. I go up to this guy, and he's like, "I'm like, do you have anything to to buy?" And he's like, "Yes." I look at it. It's all too expensive. That's my experience, by the way, with the shops. Everything's too expensive so far, and I'm pretty early in the game, so it makes sense. But then he's like, "Can you smuggle?" And he says it weird because he's like that alien species. He's like, "Would this one be interested in smuggling?" like transporting uh, goods through the checkpoint for me. And I, again, I'm Paragon, so I'm like, that's smuggling, you, you rube. And I, I give him a hard time. And he's like, if you change your mind, just come back. And then I go to the administrator's office, because I need to like ask him for a pass to go somewhere or something. I don't know the story. But I immediately sell this smuggler out. So you played And I'm wondering, NARC. I played NARC, and I feel a little bad about it. Like, I, like as soon as I did it, because like I had all kinds of options of like... I think, so I narked and he was like, the administrator was like, okay, go get the package that he was going to give out and bring it to me. Uh, So I did. But then when I went back to him, he was like, he asked me like, did you have the package? Do you have the package for me? And I had the option to lie and say I didn't. And I don't know why I would do that, but I didn't, I just gave him the package. But it was like, it was some gun for like a Krogan bounty hunter. I probably like, I probably nuked an entire cool subplot that I could have experienced with like this Krogan bounty hunter doing some kind of vaguely illegal thing that was cool, and I, I do I feel bad about it. So like I'm currently I'm working my way through that of like I m- I may need to loosen my restrictions on just being a good dude all the time because it might not be uh it might not be very fun all the time. Like you know that's the that, world that, isn't that, black
1: and white. There's gray it's a the very real area. world takeaway.
0: And yeah, for all I knew, like the Krogan bounty hunter, like had very good intentions. And then like, and by the way, like when I gave the package, to the administrator, the first thing I did, I walked out, went right, went right back to the salesman guy and was like, Hey, I ratted you out, you jerk. And he was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I, I was like, it was really funny. Cause it was this alien speaking in this monotone, weird language, getting upset with me. And I was like, whatever, man. And uh, then just walked away. And then I went to the Krogan bounty hunter. Uh, Cause I was like, I got to find this guy. And then like, and just like talk to him and see if there's anything else I can do with him and I went up to him and he, and he was like, like I heard a jerk he was like I heard you stole that weapon that I was trying to get and I was like yeah but I needed it to do this thing and he was like I actually understand that's pretty cool and he walked he walked away I was like <laughs> wow but I, I feel like I've missed because there was like this other in order to get the pass without riding the smuggler out I had to like do a bunch of other stuff I feel like I may have short-circuited the game in a way and I don't feel good about it
1: but they give so you, you those like, options I'm, for a reason. Like they're there. They give you options
0: for a reason, and and I, I, I what I'm saying is that was my first real taste because like everything I did on Faros was very linear, just like kind of do the things and you'll you you'll get rewarded. Basically, this was the first like real decision about like how I was gonna like interact with people and like p- like play the game beyond beyond like being a jerk to people in dialogue, which I don't know like that doesn't really count. I feel like so it's interesting. Uh, it's an ongoing thing, and uh, I'll be giving many more Mass Effect updates. I'm sure to Nerd Bombers' delight.
1: It sounds like you're having a 10 out of 10 experience so far.
0: I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. Uh, the graphics are not good. Like that, that, the the remaster has. Like, We're just going to make point, that into a. Sound they can bite. Only You do saying so
2: much. the graphics are not good. The graphics are not. At good. one point,
0: at one point, my fiance went by and was like, "Why is he wearing eyeliner?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know." Like, because she's right. If you look at Shepard's eyes. It's like he's always wearing eyeliner or something. Dude, you I don't know. Customized it's a weird character eyes. model thing. Oh, well, I I didn't do that. That's not you. I went with the I went with the stock Shepard character. I honestly don't know if can you customize at the beginning. You can make him look however you want. I just I just kept him the regular dude. Yeah, so I, you guess can, it I mean, fault.
1: there are customization options. They're pretty good.
0: They're not, not like only customization option. I I I know of like you can put his helmet on him if you want to make him look like a dork. But that's like the only thing I am aware of. So, I must have missed that. Character models six out of ten. Gameplay experience nine to ten out of ten so far. I'll continue to update.
1: I feel like this story only gets better as you go, as do your relationships with the characters. So I'm excited for you. Because if you're enjoying it now, then there's so much so much goodness down the road. Uh, my heart is just so warm. It has grown like five sizes now that you've finally given the game a chance and you actually like it.
0: I'm currently chasing the big the big boob lady. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The the Asari matriarch who is, you know, showing some cleavage. And she's just like, she's like out in the out in the snow somewhere. I have to like go find her. It's great. I'm having a good time. Uh, As you can tell, I'm not taking it too seriously. But I am taking my decisions personally, as, as you can also tell from my update. So more updates to come. But for now, I think it's quiz time. So I'll turn it over to nerd bomber i think is the host this week is that correct
1: yes sir and our quiz is very topical all about ms marvel this was actually a really interesting one there's not a lot of numerical trivia out there for this so i had to i had to do some do some due diligence here as always this is price is right style whoever is closest to the numerical answer without going over gets the point and i have five questions for you both we will have Illegal go first, and then you'll go every other back and forth.
0: Quick record update uh, before you start. I'm four and three. Tactic is three and four. Nerd Bomber is also three and four. Uh, Steven, what? No. So it's a dead heat here. It's a lot on the line. So I my, I plan for my price to be right rather than wrong, but we'll see how it goes.
1: All right. When was Ms. Marvel first introduced in the Marvel Universe?
0: Who? Uh, is it me first? Yes, it is. It's me. Miss Marvel... F- is it Ms. Marvel or Ms. Marvel? You keep saying Ms. Mar- Ms. Sorry, Marvel. Sorry,
1: Ms. Marvel, M.S.
0: I'm going to say Ms. Marvel is a very 90s character. I think she's a very latecomer to the game. And so I'm going to say 1991.
2: I think you're correct in that she's a latecomer, but she was even later than that. I want to say it was like 2002 or 2005, but to be safe, I'm going to go 2002.
1: Okay, you guys actually busted. So, what? Ms. Marvel has existed in the comic book universe since 1976.
2: Okay, no, 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 no. When you say... who, who, okay,
1: who let, me, let me finish the rest of this trivia she, background. She's the, you quiz, she's
0: the quiz master, man. Come on. This, this isn't Kamala.
1: Several characters have used the moniker since that time, there including there Carol Danvers, who there took there the mantle briefly before she became Captain Marvel. So... You know, the character of Ms. Marvel has existed since 1976. Maybe not in the form that we currently will see in the MCU rendition, but has existed since 1976. And y'all both busted.
0: She tricked us, man. That's not cool. Well, we'll keep going anyways.
1: So the new iteration of Ms. Marvel as the character was... You know, the first time that a Muslim character would headline a comic book, which obviously drew widespread attention. And it was actually a Hugo winner for Best Graphic Story in what year?
2: So this was 2005.
0: I gotta stick to my guns here. I'm gonna say 1991 again. Just hope you're busted.
1: So Tectic gets his first point here. So Ms. Marvel, the first volume won the Hugo Award for Best Graphic Story in 2015, so fairly recently.
0: That's very, very recent. I was only like 24 years off. So far, so good.
1: All right, this one, I don't expect either of you to have background knowledge on. So that first trade paperback, Ms. Marvel, Volume 1, No Normal, is the title. What is the sum of all of the digits in the ISBN number for Ms. Marvel, Volume 1, No Normal, the first trade paperback
0: i don't even know how much you said there's four numbers in an isbn
1: i did not say how many numbers are in an isbn but this is the sum of all of the digits in an isbn
0: i think it's more than four boy what a crapshoot let me just let me just say that right away i mean
2: 32
1: tactic what you got for us
2: It's more than that. I'm going to say 45.
1: Tactic gets his second point. The sum of that ISBN is 66. There are actually two different ISBNs. The one that I referenced is an ISBN 10, but there is also ISBNs with 13 digits just for the book inclined.
2: Just so you know my math, I did 9 plus 8 plus 7 plus 6 plus 5 plus 4 plus 3 plus 2 plus
1: 1. Not a bad tactic.
0: We're all uh, very impressed. There's two questions left, so I have to get these both right. Is that where we are?
1: Yep. So...
0: Okay, easy.
1: Ms. Marvel has a bunch of different powers, one of which includes the ability to alter her size, meaning she can shrink and enlarge herself, kind of similar to what Ant-Man is able to do. When she becomes bigger, when she enlarges herself, how many tons can she lift, according to comic book lore?
0: He's doing the nine plus eight plus seven trick again. I'm going to say three and a half tons. Oh, it's more than that. I'm I'm, going to use my plus one here strategically and say 4.5.
1: All right, so this gives illegal his first point. She can lift up to seventy-five tons. Whew. So right now, this is a very close game. Tactic has two, illegal has one, and we're going into our final question. According to Wikipedia, how many voice actors have voiced Kamala Khan?
0: Tactic has the has the advantage. He yeah, has I'm just plus, plus one, one left. One no so I have I, I I have to yeah I have to get this exactly correct. <laughs> How, how many voice actors have voiced Kamala Khan? Yep. I have to just go all in. I have to go the trick question is one. I'm going to go with
2: two.
1: And Tactic takes this home. There have been seven <laughs> voice loose. actors for the character, including the likes of Ashley Birch, Priyanka Chopra, and Sandra Saad.
0: I feel like that happened so fast. I did not like it. What? The you way losing? I, the, yeah, the, me like lo- the losing. And yeah, the it not came winning. in hot. It was, it was, it was, it was very unpleasant. Uh, Tactic came with his guns loaded. I have to give him credit. Uh, he moves to four and four, tied with me at four and four for the quiz lead on the year. Uh, Nerd Bomber at three and four will get her chance next week to to knock me down even further when we get quizzed on topic TBD. Stephen one uh, and zero. Congratulations to Stephen, undefeated on the year. Uh, that's that's try for your cap we're going to take off but before we do at online warriors one at ow at 86 at ow tactic at ow nerd bomber those are our twitter handles i did not mention them until now so if you've been thinking how do i get in touch with these people tell them how wrong they are tell illegal to stop complaining about graphics that's how you do it hit us up on twitter let's have a conversation there we can also have a conversation on apple podcast reviews you can leave us a review there and uh, let us know what you think of the show and I mentioned our Patreon before. If, you, if you're interested in giving back to the show, if you liked what you listened to, whether it was for the first time or for the hundredth time, you can head to patreon.com slash online warriors podcast. Check us out there. And uh, with all that in mind, I will bid the... Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And I will turn it over to Tectic for this week's tech
2: tip. You know, this winter was uh, was pretty rough. So if you if you found yourself eating a lot of food and you gained a little bit of weight, and you, you're just kind of trying to figure out what to do with yourself, why not take up being a psychic medium or something? Because then, with the weight you gain, it'll make you a four chin teller. Have a good night.